everything, everything, everything is going to be all right this evening. Welcome to XO Sports. We got the hottest sports talk show in the land. We got Brian, Aaron, Malcolm, and Terry. Don't you forget about me. My name is Emerson. Oh, yeah. Welcome to XO Sports. Are you serious? They, they came back again? They came back one more time for Exo Sports. <laughs> Man, something must be going on here. Let's get rocking, fellas. What's up? Episode What's going number on? 36. We here. <laughs> Man, I'm super pumped up. Let's go. Let's get to it. Talk to us. I, I can't talk because I just saw you lip sync. To your own intro. How about that, huh? Hey, listen, man. Listen, I ain't no Millie Vanilli now. I'll, I'll uh, sing it for real. You know, I, I ain't no Millie Vanilli now. Uh, uh, I'm, saying myself, I'm saying to myself, am I missing something here? Is, is yeah, real? you know, it's true. <laughs> oh, my goodness. He was ready to go in case the audio cut out. That's yeah, Terry, please. Uh, <laughs> Tell me about the subscribe button. Oh, man. Exo Sports Talk would like to thank our viewers and listeners for their support. We are currently streaming on all media and podcast platforms. If you're watching on YouTube, please be sure to tap that notification bell and hit that subscribe button. And you can also join in on tonight's discussion by calling the number at the bottom of the screen. And if you're listening in, you can... Call in by calling 475-221-5006. Again, thank you, everybody, for all your support. Thank you, everybody out there, wherever you may be at. Thank you. Hope you're listening in right now. Hey, welcome to XO Sports. 36 and counting. (laughs) Hey, we're moving, man. We're moving, bro. (laughs) Hard to believe, man. We're moving, huh? (laughs) Uh, Moving to the hockey update. Emerson. Well, 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 in the world of the NHL, first, I want to send a shout out to my boy, Malcolm, who couldn't be with us tonight. Malcolm, yep. wherever you are, man, we just want to send a shout out to you, man, from your boys here at XO Sports. Now Ooh. back to the world of hockey. And I got the NHL power rankings for this week. And we coming at you with number one, the Colorado, Colorado Avalanche, the Florida Panthers at number two. We got the Carolina Hurricanes at number three. Coming in at number four, the Tampa Bay Lightning. Then we got number five, the Pittsburgh Penguins. Coming in at number six, and here they come, the New York Rangers. Coming in at number seven, the Boston Bruins. And listen, they're they're getting ready to get on a hot streak right now because they got their goalie back, and he just returning back, so they're ready. And then number eight, we got the Minnesota Wild. And listen, I'm going to tell you something. We got a hot game coming up this week. The New Jersey Devils and the Tampa Bay Lightning are facing off on Thursday night. That's going to be a hot one. New Jersey, they're coming off a five-win streak right now. 
Tampa Bay Lightning, they've won six of their last seven. And listen, yep. things are getting ready to get hot right now in the NHL. And also, we got the NHL All-Star Game coming up pretty soon. So get ready for that. But Tampa Bay, listen, you better watch out. Come on now. You've been hurting on your power play goals. Uh, they've given up um, like five power plays in their last three games. So they need to, they need to brush up on that a little bit. But I think they're going to be in the thick of things when it's all said and done. That is your news from the world of the NHL. Uh, thank you, Am. Yes, sir. I'll be watching that well, game. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> Saturday, NFL playoff games. Woo! Sunday, NFL playoff games. Woo! Well, that's <laughs> Rick Flair would say. A double woo! I'll tell you what. Skippy, who <laughs> called in last week about my Pittsburgh Steelers. I've got a seat right next. You you can sit right next to me now, Skip. <laughs> All aboard the night train. All aboard. <laughs> Hashtag terrible towel. Hashtag yep. terrible I'd use my terrible towel to wipe uh, that seat down for you. Oh, yeah. Welcome uh, aboard. Oh, uh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> Only one man left standing. Yep. yep. Guys, Cincinnati beat the Tennessee Titans 19 to 16. Terry, how did you feel about that game? Well, for me, I felt I, I was surprised, but not really surprised because I, I felt they had the potential. And I said it last week to get to the Super Bowl. And uh, here we are. They're one game away. Um, Joe Burrow, we all said it. He's a, he's special. Um, he's poised. Um, he has that, I know it's, it's a lot, it's saying a lot to compare him to Brady, but he has that poise in the pocket. Um, Mm -hmm. and there, it was a good game. Uh, I didn't expect Tennessee to turn the ball over like they did. And when they did Cincinnati made them pay for it. Uh, they're just, they're a, they're a dangerous team. Uh, you can almost kind of put them in that category of where they're they can be bad a bad matchup for anybody they face. Well, you know, to me, the the kid has a. Would you say Burroughs has a coolness, a way calm coolness in the pocket for a second year quarterback who really didn't play a full year in his first year? T. Oh, yeah, definitely. And he besides that coolness, you know, if you hear his teammates, if her comments where they say he's also a competitor and he has a confidence about him, um, mm-hmm. which you don't really see come out in any of the interviews. Um, you could call it cockiness, um, but he likes to win. And um, he's he's everything we thought when we were kind of making our um season predictions he's turned out to be everything that we were saying he could be this year yeah and this is with the offensive line that's uh protected him at times but hasn't done a great job all year doing it emerson 
Listen, man, first of all, I'm really disappointed in the Tennessee Titans. You were like the number one seed in that in that AFC. Um, you had a week off. You got Henry back. You had Brown. You had Julio Jones. You had everything you were supposed to have. But Mr. Tannenhill let you down. He just gave the ball away. He didn't come to play. It was postseason, and he wasn't ready. But my hat goes off to the Cincinnati Bengals and Joe Cool Burrow. And something you just said, Aaron, he didn't have a full season his rookie year. Yeah. This is really like his first full season that he's able to grasp everything that's going on in the NFL, which is a tough task within itself. But he has shown up and shown out. First of all, he was sacked, I want to say, eight, nine times, and he just got back up, didn't flinch. Let's go on to the next play. Let's make the next play. And that's what he did. But I got to, I have to, and I must send a shout out to my man, the kicker, Evan McPherson. <laughs> what? He's got ice water in his veins. This dude hasn't missed a field goal. Uh, I don't believe in the postseason yet. I, I need to double check that. But hold up. I want to say this. I've never heard or never seen, or I don't know if we'll ever see it again, where a kicker, his he has the number one selling jersey in Cincinnati. I think his jersey is like sold out everywhere in Cincinnati. I, I've never seen that from a kicker. Yeah. If, 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 if anyone else has, please let me know. Call into the show. Yeah. Evan McPherson, the rookie kicker, has ice water in his veins. And I'm going to tell you something. I don't know if the Bengals will be where they are right now without Evan McPherson. And I know all the shouts go out to Jamar Chase. And he's 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 box office. Don't get me wrong. Their receiving core is box office. They got a solid defense. Joe Burrow. But do not forget Evan McPherson. I'm sending a shout out to you, brother. Oh. Well deserved. Brian. Big win for the Bengals. Yeah, it was a great win for the Bengals. Um, I don't think anybody expected this for this team to get this far this early uh, in their maturation process. Um, but what we saw was kind of what we thought with the Chase and Burrow connection. That's been great. Can't deny that. But Can't in this game... That. You did see the flaw of what we thought they needed was the offensive line show up in that game. And he, he was getting – he got sacked eight and a half times, eight, yep, just eight. so you know. So, <laughs> <laughs> But he stayed cool. He stayed calm. Uh, it was a great win. Um, Tannehill, I, I thought he basically lost the game for the Titans to me. Um, so – but you can't take nothing away from Cincinnati. They played great all season. They've been a, um, uh, a very dangerous team, but they definitely got to see that that offensive line needs to be shored up. Protect your young quarterback. Who's the future? You, you want to put some, some rock-solid players up there to protect them. So, But great win. It was a great game once again. So, yep. Well. Great win by the Cincinnati Bengals on their way to the AFC Championship. I'm just like, it's almost like turning the page and the chapter reads, all hail the Bengals. 
long road for the Steelers because <laughs> this kid is not going anywhere. No, oh, he's not going anywhere nope. unless, you know, something bad happens. Other than that, he's got a wide receiver for the next 10 years to go with him. Got a couple of good wide receivers. Couple yeah. of good wide Forget Boyd. about Nixon. Yeah. Forget about running, back. running back. Yeah. So there, and also they have him under the rookie cap, rookie salary. So they can um, go out and get more players because they don't have to pay him for the next three. They got three more years before they have to pay him. They got five year yeah. contract? Well, when you're a first year, when you're first right. uh, round on quarterback, deal. you got a five year deal. Is it a four yeah. year with an option of, with a fifth or something like that? I think his option on the fifth. Fifth, but yeah. No matter what, he's like, not going to yeah, see the he's fifth. He's not going nowhere. No. <laughs> no. But if he you're the, the team, you would want to shore him up. If they were smart, they would shore him up now. Why the market no. is where it is. Uh, you, you don't do that because if you do, then you then you tie yourself with free agency. Now you can't bring in anybody yeah, to fill spots. Yeah. So you got them at yeah, a at a discount that. now. You you ride the wave. Yeah, that's mm. true. Uh, and, and let me let me let me say this uh while we're still on the Bengals real quick. I was wrong um during draft day when I was screaming for them to take um um Penny Sewell. Um he was mm-hmm. the top tackle in the game. I was wrong. Jamar Chase. <laughs> I mean, they they're going to have to draft a, a tackle this year in the draft. Yeah. But I yeah. was wrong. I was screaming protect your franchise quarterback by taking the number one tackle in the game. I was totally Mm -hmm. wrong, and I'm glad they made the choice and they didn't listen to me. I wish they did because that that combination right there, you're almost looking at um, a poor man, um, Tyreek Hill. A poor man? What do you mean? Yeah, well, Tyreek Hill is Tyreek Hill. Yeah, Uh, Chase is Chase. Yeah, I'm I'm not. He's right now. Beast. He's a beast. But the problem is right now, Tyreek Hill is the man. He is. He is. Tyreek Hill is good. Let me just let me just finish up on this real quick. My um, feelings on Tannehill. You bet if you're Tennessee, the running back that you have, you better go find another running back to go along with Henry because is this the beginning of him getting beat up and you better go find another quarterback. Absolutely. Yeah. Because in the AFC, you've got young guns that are going to be around for the next 10 years. You got Burrow, you got San Diego's Herbert, Herbert. Yep. Yep. You, you've got Mahomes. Got my homes. So yeah. the yeah. AFC Josh young Allen quarterback in Buffalo. Yeah. <laughs> and Josh yeah. Allen. Yeah. So the AFC yeah. is stacked with a bunch of young quarterbacks that are going to be in each other's way trying to win. Well, so, I love it. I love it. Let me ask you something, Jay. Yep. Because of the way the Titans are set up, they're almost set up for old school football run when the league is predominantly pass. So what do you do with that? I, I stay with my formula, but I go get another quarterback. The I formula, would like, 
the formula that they have of running the football, controlling the football, works. Your quarterback, Tannehill, is not the answer. Now, you can take well, that same offensive scheme. Let's go like this. You can take Joe Burrows and put him in that offense. He'll light it up. Because he won't make enough. the mistakes of Tannehill. Well, let, 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 me, let me say this, and just to add to that. I, I don't think Tannehill was never the long-term answer. He was like a, a stopgap guy. Um, they kind of plucked him from the Miami Dolphins as, okay, let's see what you got. And he proved to be serviceable. Yeah, he I agree with that. Serviceable. I agree you know, with that. You know how you have that donut in the car. It's not going to take you, uh, you know, 300 miles, but it will get you to the gas station. It will get you to the garage so that you can change your tire. You can't ride on it for long. <laughs> And that's what Tannehill is. Well, the fans are, yeah. what you're saying is true, but he's getting, he's not getting journeyman's money. He's getting paid good money. He's around $20 million a year. Mm, now that's a problem. So he's yeah. not getting paid $10, 10 million. And second of all, if you're a Tennessee Titans fan, you've got to be going like, we need a quarterback. Absolutely. Because this guy's just not doing it. Yep. But moving moving on to the Los Angeles Rams beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers 30 to 27. Terry, what did you see in that game? <laughs> I saw two different Rams teams. I saw a team that was dominant, um, mm -hmm. clicking on all phases of the game. Uh again. I don't know how, but the man, Cooper Cup, is always open. And I can't explain <laughs> how, but he's always open. Always. Uh, you know, Stafford looked good. The defense looked good. Mm -hmm. And then, little by little, a mistake here, a three and out here. Um, I said it in a group text. Don't give number 12. A chance to come back, and they came back. Yeah. Um, but you know, they they had the formula to beat a Brady-led team, which was you get to them, you rattle them, you got to get to them, you rush them, you make them rush some throws. Which, you know, he rushed a lot of throws where a lot of his throws hit the ground. You know, mm -hmm. um, because he just didn't have the time back there. So, um, they won the game. But uh, it looked like two different Rams teams. Um, and I'm hoping that that's what we see this Sunday. <laughs> I hope we see the second half Rams come out there and play this Sunday. <laughs> Emerson. Listen, man. Aaron Dono. He's a man possessed. They couldn't block him. They couldn't stop him no matter how hard they tried. And like Terry just said, getting to Brady and to frustrate him, I want to frustrate Brady whenever I play him. And that's why I was just so hoping that the Cowboys would have been there to play Tampa Bay. <laughs> I just wanted one more shot at them because uh, we, we had them on the ropes the first game of the season and we let them off the hook. But anyway, right hmm. now in this present time, you know, 
uh, you see I'm back there still representing my Cowboys, right? You, you do see that, right? And you, you see the world sign up there. That means we're still on top of the world. Anyway. Wow. Okay. (laughs) See you at the combines, buddy. I thought the Rams were going to blow it. I said, no, this can't be happening. You're not letting Tom Brady go down in history again. No, we're not going to let that happen. And then when I saw the defense that they put out there trying to stop Cooper Cup, how do you let this man continue to go be open? And hold on. Um, um, what's the defensive coordinator there for the Bucks? He's up Todd for Bowles. a head coaching job, huh? Todd Bowles. Todd yeah. Bowles. I, I, I like that. I like Todd Bowles. He's a very respected name in the NFL from a defensive coordinator um perspective. But okay. Todd Bowles, I wanted to ask you some questions. What but, is going on? But let me what ask is- you a question, Emerson. The head coach heard the play call that was going in. Mm-hmm. Should the head coach had said, we're not blitzing. Well, you keep everybody back. He can, back make, the to call. Yeah, he can make that he can call. Make that call. I, now, yes. So he can I, make that call. You know, Todd Bowles made the call, the play call. But to me, the head coach has got to take the responsibility to say, no, no, no. We're not blitzing right here. We're playing I, zone. I'm, I'm just not letting Cooper Cup beat me. Mm-hmm. He had over 130 catches during the regular season. I'm not letting Cooper Cup beat me. I'm, we're not, I don't care who else has a big day, has a career day. Cooper Cup, you're going to have three catches for 45 yards. That would be my game plan if I got to roll a safety over the top and um, um, keep um, bumping him on the line of scrimmage. Um, something has to happen. I just cannot let that happen. I cannot let that happen. And they did. Todd Bowles, big, big, uh, big, big, uh, big letdown. Brian. And it was, it was two halves for the Rams. The Rams came out, they focused, came out to play, they jumped on top of them early. Mm-hmm. And what y'all were saying in regards to getting to Brady, they were doing that. And the key to getting to Brady is it's not until it's in blitz and you need to get to him with your four man rush. And they have to push it right in his face, so he yep. can't really step up in the right pocket. Up the middle. Yep, and that's what they were doing. They was making them unsettled. They was uh, making them uncomfortable. He was throwing in the dirt. But as the Rams got to half, they let their foot off the gas. They had a twenty to three lead at the half, and you could see they look like they got a little complacent, like they didn't want to make mistakes. They start making mistakes. Then it was run, run, pass. It was so predictable. Next thing you know, game's tied. And you was like, oh, Brady's going to win this. That's what I thought. I was like, oh, they're going to fold up. Brady's going to win this. And I'll have to hear about this at work all day. So, But then next thing you know, defensive coordinator calls uh, linebackers corner blitz. And I I don't know what the safety was doing. How do you let Cooper Cup, who is the leading receiver, (laughs) Uh, this year listen man <laughs> uh, that, man, that just blew been, my mind like yeah. what how do you huh? let him get behind you the safety you know there's nobody else behind you so nobody yeah gotta keep him in front of you. he just blew right by him and yeah. it was okay. a bad call but for the player i thought it was even more because you knew you had nobody else behind you so well, Brian, you yeah. let him get there What's the that? uh the linebackers talked about how they blew it 
they did they were supposed to blitz. Yep. And they didn't. They but froze. Still. Yeah. Well, how do you let them get behind you? Yeah, you yeah. Well, safety. That's, you're, you're, you're the, the last one in safety. Back. Right. Yeah, you, yeah that's <laughs> right out the huddle. No one gets behind you. Nobody. Yeah. And I, I, I I blame I blame a lot of that on the head coach. Well, there was some communication issues. I heard. Yeah, you just there said was some communication issues. The I linebackers didn't do rumblings. what they were supposed yeah. to do. The linebackers were supposed to blitz with the uh, safety. But for me, with that amount of time in the game, I am not going to let them get in field goal range. I thought that was not. completely stupid to just call a all-out blitz to go after them. And I, I just scratched my head. I'm sorry, uh, Brian. Continue, please. No, no, no. I don't really have a problem with the call. I don't like it, but I didn't have a problem with it because they, they, they was on the verge of folding. Well, let me yeah, let me I mean, say that. Let me let me just say to add this to that that last call on the uh, blitz um, um, call. Um, from what I understand, they've they've heard that um, you can rattle Stafford. Mm-hmm. If you put some pressure in his face, yeah. that was that's the book out on him. So um, pressure moment. Let's put a little pressure in his face and see how he handles it. Can he process um, where he's going with the football that quickly? I, I mean, so mm-hmm. so it is a give and take. But I back to Brian's point. You do not as the safety let Cooper Cup get behind you by no means. You have yeah. Dominic uh, Sue, Pierre Paul. And the nose tackle, who was playing out of his mind, guys, Vita, Vita. go get him, go hunting, yeah. go get him. Linebackers, yeah, linebackers, everybody, you drop back into coverage. Yeah, you I mean, again, back. I mean, as I'm not, I don't want to. As the head coach, uh, in his defense, I'll say this: you had your defense back. 100 percent of your defense back um these guys are veterans you just named off uh three of them um so if the call comes in for an all-out blitz you this is again this is a defense that was dominant last year and dominated in the super bowl got you to the super bowl and you won so maybe arians hearing that call come in he's like all right these guys are veterans you know if if they're calling a blitz, I trust, and that's it's a trust thing, right? right. You trust right. Todd Bowles, you trusted them all year. Yeah. Um, you know, so you trust that your defense is gonna get the job done. Yep. And that was probably the key. You wanted to rattle him, want to get in his face and see if he if he could process where he was gonna throw the ball. Again, I'll fall back on what Brian said. As a safety, you nothing gets behind you. You don't let the referee get behind. You don't let the fans get behind you. At one, that point. one of the things that you saw a lot of rust from that defense is that was the first time they all played together yeah. this year. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And uh, that was quite interesting. But for me, I was fed up with the referee, Hockerly. He drove me crazy. I am not a Tom Brady fan. I respect his championships that he's got. 
I hope you're not talking about that hit on the chin or uh, well, this oh, is my don't touch Brady. As they say, no. this is this is my time. Let's not you, touch Brady. I'm sorry. <laughs> this is my time. You had your time. Freeze. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I did not like the hit on Brady. I did not like Dominic Sue. Um 15 yard penalty. I thought it was too much of the official. And then at near when Brady was getting ready uh, in the red zone to try to tie the game up, he's right in his face, fourth down. And I'm saying to myself, get out of the way. I'm saying to myself, this is too much of this official. The thing that drove me crazy also in that game, when they were, um, they, Brady shot the, through the football and it was fourth and inches. They went to the videotape. He comes back. He says, the play stands fourth down. I said, okay. But then you hear Al Michaels say, he just moved the football up about a foot. And I'm saying, okay, where's the chain gang? Show me where the football actually is to get a first down. He never brought it out. And I'm saying these little small things because on that play, whatchamacallit was hit behind the line of scrimmage. Forte. Just so it was lucky that the guy bounced right off of him and he ran it in for a first down. But I'm saying, what was the marker? How far was he from being a first down? Was this something that Brady could have just taken the football, hike, and just moved up? We don't know. And to me, at that time, he should have showed exactly where the ball was going to be marked. But... um, I got I got one more thing to say though um about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I think Bruce Arians smacked the wrong guy upside the head. He should have <laughs> smacked the safety upside the head, letting him letting Cooper Cup get behind him. Uh, and what happened after the game? While he was at it, he should have <laughs> smacked Todd Bowles upside the head. You know, yep. for uh, calling that play. Well, you, you also know. you also had one of the players for um on Tampa Bay that threw his helmet and got a 15-yard penalty. Yeah, he should have smacked him. Since he's been in a smacking mood, you know, it's only 50 (laughs) grand. Just start smacking people upside the head. Getting behind everybody. (laughs) I'll teach you a lesson. Pow! Uh, Give me that sound, Brian. Come on. Uh, Uh, Pow! Uh, Give me that sound. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Well, we come to a point right now that um, oh, one person is smiling. Oh. He's already at um, <laughs> he's got his San Francisco 49ers helmet. This little helmet is for the non-believers. Who's going to put this helmet on? Fire. Uh, (laughs) San Francisco Francisco 49ers beat the Green Bay Packers 13 to 10 at Lambeau Field, which nobody did not give the 49ers a chance 
to win that game. It was supposed to be oh. discount, double check, Aaron Rodgers moving on. In the snow. Emerson. Mm-hmm. Hold on. I gave the 49ers a chance. Well, give yourself a cookie. Yeah, I gave them a chance. Now, listen, listen, Mr. Aaron Badman Rodgers. I'm not going to take anything away from his legacy, but Aaron Rodgers, you have one Super Bowl in 17 years. We made all the provisions for you during the offseason. You wasn't going to show up. Are you coming? Are you not? Are you going to host Jeopardy? Well, I want Randall Cobb. I'm not coming if you don't sign Randall Cobb. I'm not coming if you don't have this guy. And oh, by the way, um, yeah, I falsified my vaccination. All this drama. And then you go on a couple weeks into the season and say, I own you, Chicago. Don't you forget that. But he forgot that the San Francisco 49ers own him. 4-0 in the postseason, Mr. Double Check. So now <laughs> you got all season to think about this, Mr. Rogers. And I'm not taking none from your legacy. I think you're one of the greatest quarterbacks that ever stepped on the football field. But, you know, he doesn't like this and everybody's coming after him and everybody's rooting against him. Big win for the 49ers. I'm congratulating them moving on to the NFC Championship game. They came in there with a plan. Listen, I thought Garoppolo was going to give it up one time. There was a couple throws he made that should have been picked off. And I was like, oh, no, here we go, Jimmy G. (laughs) But he held it together and they prevailed. Big ups to Kyle, um, the coach, Kyle Shanahan. Listen, it was a well-planned game. They did what they had to do in the snow in Lambeau Field. Terry. Well, I got a name for Jimmy G. I'm from now on, I'm calling him Jimmy Nine Lives Garoppolo. Because he definitely (laughs) some of those throws, uh, M, you were like, oh boy, my heart was just falling every throw. Um but this game, you know, I I'm not even going to put it on Aaron Rodgers. What I'm going to do, because everybody's talking about him, I'm going to give some credit to our defensive coordinator, D'Amico Ryans. I don't know what he did, but he made an adjustment after those four targets to Devontae Adams. Mm -hmm. And then after that, uh, they were playing our game, that grit and grind type of offensive game, which surprised me. And kind of made me wonder, did the weather play a factor? Because to me, Aaron Rodgers was a non-factor in this game after the first four targets in that touchdown. Um, mm-hmm. There was some some big moments by our defense and special teams. Let's talk about the fumble uh, right before the half um, where they could have went up 14 zip and we could be talking about Packers um, Rams game right now, mm-hmm. but the block field goal was big. And once we once we big were going into the half, play. Yep. yeah, once we were going into the half down seven zip, I said we got a shot, and that's all we needed was a shot. Um, you know what, Jimmy G again, very questionable throws, but made some big throws when it mattered. Um, can't yes, take anything did. away from for that. Uh, Got to give Debo Samuels 
a big third and seven. Grinded it out, got us the first down. Um, just a just a not the most exciting game scoring wise, but it was it was a good game. Grit and grind, man. That's that's our style. That's that's how we do it, man. And um, here we are, SoFi, fifty minute drive from the Bay. The Bay versus L.A., baby. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Yes, sir. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's, but it's, big shout out to D'Amico Ryan's. Um, D'Amico Ryan's hell of yeah. a coaching yeah. scheme I mean, put together for that game. And he's yeah, uh, he no. might be up for a job, too, man. Yeah. yeah. He, I think that. I think Minnesota they're looking Vikings. at him. Minnesota yeah. Vikings. They're looking, they're oh, looking, they're looking at, at him. him? Yeah. yeah. Good. I, yeah, so. I, yeah. I I have I still have mixed feel. I have not not even mixed feelings. I think it was dead wrong to fire Zimmer in uh, Minnesota, but always a fall guy. Man, yeah, it's my somebody's got to take the shot. Uh, Brian, <laughs> uh, congratulations to your team. Uh, one step away from uh, making it to Paradise Island, <laughs> uh, but Jimmy G. Oh, he is shaky, man. He is shaky. And with a stud running game, and he's shaky. <laughs> so that's, I don't know what you want to call it. But um, one thing I did, I was thinking about, well, let me go back. Watching that game, it reminded me of Madden a lot. The way the snow was falling, the field was looking. It was a grit and grind game. I was like, oh, this looked like the Madden football game back in the day. I was like, ah, this is good. Made me almost want to go out and get it, but yep. <laughs> not this one. <laughs> but I wanted to think if um, Debo, I think we may have lost eight too, but Debo Samuel, does he change the way organizations look at the wide receiver position and running back position? You can get dual or for one. So uh, I wonder if that's something he has changed. I would say, I would say no. Why not? Because those are only special players. Yeah, I I agree. I mean, if you look at Debo Samuels, he, he runs like a running back. I mean, he's a wide receiver, but he's looking for the contact. He, he won't run out of bounds. He, he's looking to run you over. Like yep. a running back, um, and he's fast um, as well. So it, it's he's just a a special talent. Yep. Um, and I'll give you guys one too. I can't think of his name, but there was a running back for the Green Bay, not a running back, a wide receiver for the Green Bay Packers just a couple of years ago, who played wide receiver slash running back. Yeah, for the Green Bay. Yeah, I remember that. And guess what? gone that's a lot to take on your body oh yeah you're going to to play running back and then go out there and play wide receiver because you're going to lose something oh you're going to lose your speed trying to play he's going to break down exactly because even debo was he was taking shots man he was giving shots shots. taking some shots i mean you know that's you're That's young something now. that we'll have to address in the future. Yeah, you're young now, but you can you're gonna lose a step. It may be a, 
a lot faster if you think you're going to continue to go up against a defensive lineman and a linebacker. Get your money, young man. Get your money. Yeah. Oh, yeah. definitely. Yeah, definitely. get that. But um, my, I I got a question for um both of you guys. I'm going to start it off with Brian. Do you bring Garoppolo back? Do you bring him back? Well, let me. Or do you trade him in the offseason? How does this season end? Do they win the championship or they lose it? Because that's going to kind of help out there, too. So hypothetically, which way are you going? Um, If they win the NFC but lose in the Super Bowl. You get rid of them. No questions. Uh, he's, he's gone either way. And yeah, here's so why, uh, it, it's sort of like this. If I tell you, I got money in my hand and you see this hand and then you see this hand, what hand are you going to pick <laughs> the hand that you don't, can't see anything. And they have a quarterback that they drafted and they gave up some picks to get them and Trey Lance, and mm-hmm. you know what you have in Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, he's serviceable, but he can't make the – doesn't seem to be able to make the big throws and make some mm-hmm. questionable throws. So even if they win the Super Bowl, he's gone. Um, it's just – and you, the writing's on the wall. The writing was on the wall when they drafted a quarterback. Everyone's aware. They're not. They didn't try to hide it from Jimmy. They made no promises. They said we're drafting a quarterback. It's plain and simple for everybody mm-hmm. to see that he will not be there next year. Super yep. Bowl loss, Super Bowl win, NFC win, NFC loss. He's not going to be there. Um, you have a young quarterback in Trey Lance, um, which. He might have to go through some growing pains, but uh, will it be any worse than what it is now? That remains to be seen, but they're going to take their chances. That's Um, one. Can uh, the fans, are the fans willing to go six and 10? Six, you know, I'm sorry, six and 11. If Trey Lance with the growing, growing pains. Um, as a fan, I'll say this. If they do win, even if, if, if they get to the Super Bowl, there's two scenarios. If they get to the Super Bowl and lose, they get to the Super Bowl and win. As a fan, for me, I don't know how, but if that man, that bad man, because he's still a bad <laughs> man, if he leaves Green Bay, and you do not somehow figure out a way to utilize Jimmy G. Um, and I don't know how you do it. You don't have any picks. But figure out a way for one year to get Rodgers there. Then I wouldn't live with a 6-10 and 10 season. If you didn't at least try to get a quarterback that's available. One of the GOATs that could put a spark plug to your offense to go yeah. along with that defense. That's dominant. Yep. Um, I couldn't live with a six and 10 season. 
I couldn't live with them just saying, all right, we're going to roll with Trey, with Trey Lance um, if you don't try. Now, if they try and he goes back to Green Bay or goes wherever he goes, then mm-hmm. so be it. But Because let's not forget that that's a, a, a friendly offensive. Uh, Kyle Shanahan, he's a good offensive coordinator. And Jimmy yeah, G is great, still just great average. I yeah, mean, average. Let's just, <laughs> let's just face it. If if he completes that pass to Emmanuel Sam, Sanders in the Super Bowl, yeah. we're not even talking yeah. about him yeah. being, you know, leaving or not being there. But look at it. Would Brady have made that throw? Would Aaron Rodgers have made that throw? Patrick Mahomes, uh, Josh Allen. Those yep. are the reasons why when you ask yourself those questions, I feel like Garoppolo is not going to be there next year. And I don't want to take anything away from him because all the scrutiny he's been under this year, the kid just goes out and plays. Like I said, he's has some scary moments, but in the big moments, he completes some passes that get us a first down, get us a field goal range. But you got so, Trey Lance. You got Trey Lance. You got yeah. Trey. You got Trey waiting right. in the wings. See what we got. Trey. That's what's gonna, you know. It would be interesting, like the team that I that I'm surprised they didn't take Garoppolo is Washington. And I think Washington could have been a playoff team if they had Garoppolo on the team, but I don't think so. I I don't I think they would have um beaten the Cowboys with Garoppolo on the team. But like I said, he's came from two good offenses, Jimmy G. Scheme-wise, Washington offensive scheme isn't really that great. No, but their uh, defense yeah, I don't think we can good. hear you either. Yeah. Huh? Oh, okay. We can hear you. The check defense one, is check good. two. Yeah. Yep. Um, well, we're going to see. Yep. I'm going to Kansas City. Kansas City, here I come. Kansas City beats the Buffalo Bills 42 to 36. Emerson. One of the greatest games, not this year, maybe of all time in postseason. Two of the great young quarterbacks, and we're going to call them the young guns because nobody wanted to lose. It was it reminded me of a heavyweight fight with just two heavyweights just just throwing blows left and a right and a left. Take this, take that. And nobody wanted to go down. It was I refuse to lose. And I feel bad for Josh Allen on the defeat that he had to go through. There was 13 seconds left. <laughs> <laughs> they were already celebrating on the sideline, thinking about the ride home and playing next week. And with 13 seconds left, that bad dude, I don't know who you want to call him. I don't even know if he's human. Patrick Mahomes, he brings his team down the field, puts them in field goal range to win the game. I mean, unbelievable. Like, you, you just don't see football like that. Ever. I don't know if we'll ever see a game like that again, but uh, my hat off to to the Buffalo Bills and Josh Allen because he just wanted one more one more chance to prove that I can beat this guy. And let me say this. I don't know what we're going to do 
to make it fair about the overtime rule. And I've heard different grumblings from several different people, both in the media, um, on some of the sports stations. I don't know how we're going to fix that problem, but I think that's something that needs to be addressed during the off season. And I know it's sudden death. Um, is there another way maybe we can switch things around? Okay. If you win the coin toss, I get to pick where you start from um, on your end of the field. I mean, can we do something like that to make it fair? All right. You got the coin toys. All right. I want you to start from the 10-yard line. I, I mean, let's – I don't know how we can do that or even if that's possible or feasible that we can do that. But I think um, I think a lot of people want to see we, – we can't continue to play because you're putting players at risk, yeah. um, playing yeah. extra extra quarters and, and letting it go to double overtime. And all we, I know we can't do that, but I think there should be something. I like the sudden death but I want to do something where another team has a chance to at least put their hands on the football. Um, so that's, that was my gripe. Only um, what I, one more time, one of the best football games I've seen in the postseason in a long, long time. And it has to go down with some of the greatest games of all time. Well, I, I'm sorry. I'll hold my thoughts. Terry. Well, <laughs> for me that Saturday night game was the greatest game I saw until I saw Kansas City and Buffalo play <laughs> on Sunday that that was unbelievable just the amount of points scored and what was that like in two minutes and yeah, whatever like two seconds minutes, but it was like 25 points scored man yeah. like I mean that's incredible just unbelievable um and if you wa I watched Josh Allen after they scored and everybody was on the sidelines kind of celebrating, but he was the only one I saw that just he, he you could see it in his face. I'm not going to believe it. So there's no time left on the clock. <laughs> and Patrick Mahomes, I, I got to give him credit. Uh, got to give the team credit because they started out the year. They did not look like they were going to be where they are right now. Yeah. Um, Tyreek Hill. Um, Jeez. He's got he looks like he, I forget the announcer pack. that said it, but he looks like he's playing tag out there. Yeah. I mean, a game of tag. He gets it's the crazy. ball and he's spinning and juking. Um, but, you know, great game. Like that's like Emerson said, that's got to go down as one of the greatest games. Uh, playoff games ever but but terry again mm. not to not to not to interrupt you there um he had 11 catches How, defensive coordinator mm -hmm. leslie frazier what are you doing so, come on I, like, I, feel I, I, don't, like, I don't get it i i don't get it but what do you do i mean okay you take away hill and then kelsey kills you i, I you pick I'll, your poison i think i'll live with that i think i'll live with that Kelsey can't <laughs> run away from people like Tyreek Hill does. I'll, I'll take yeah, that. Yeah, true, true. Well, yeah. it also goes like this. If you get the time that Mahomes had, which he had the time, you're only going to be able to hold Tyreek Hill so long. They right. And now you got a breakdown. Yeah, they and were he didn't have any pressure on him. Let's be real. Those guys were gassed. They were tired on Kansas City side. 
they were tired on Buffalo side. Yeah. So it was basically whoever got the one, the to- coin toss had the chance of winning the game. Yeah. Because if the football, if Buffalo had gotten the football back, I would have bet my lunch money that they would have went down and scored. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Well, this is, this could be the next rivalry. Yeah. Oh my God. Uh, AFC. Brian. Yeah. And it's definitely a rivalry. And I, I would have to say what T said that I didn't think Buffalo will be here. Not the way they were playing early in the season. Um, even, even Kansas city, we were talking about their defense was so horrible that there was no way they would make it to the playoffs or this far in the playoffs, but we knew their offense was potent. And once that defense got serviceable and got better, they just took off and the linebacker that they got from the Steelers paid a little bit of dividends. I've seen Ingram's out there making some plays. Yeah. Melvin Ingram. Um, yeah. Yeah. He was, listen, he was, he was playing. He was balling. Yeah. He was balling. And they got him. Yeah. So they got him from us, but that was definitely one of the, that was the greatest game I've seen in a playoff game for football. I was thinking of a couple of games that I was like, what was something I could think of? And I, then I, I was trying to, I was trying to do the same thing. I, I couldn't I think, think nothing came to, have to go. To I came the, up uh, with San Diego, San Diego and who was it Miami? Um, well, oh, the Kellen, the, uh, Kellen Winslow game. Um, you're going back yeah. to 1980, um, somewhere in that neighborhood, maybe 1980, about- 81. The Mike, uh, yeah. uh, what was it, Atlanta? Was that Atlanta and Green Bay? Mike Vick in overtime ran it um, and went into the tunnel. That was yeah. I mean, there's yeah. there's been some great games. Yeah. Um, but I was, just don't know. This no. game was just had something, some more juice to it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, <laughs> two minutes of like two minutes impact football. Twenty five <laughs> points. Yeah. Uh, I well, mean, one of the things for me was this. Um, Mahomes was arguing with Eric Bieniemy during the season. Eric Bieniemy was told him, "Look, you don't have to get everything all at one time. They yep. figured they figured you out. They know you want to go deep. You can't continue to go deep every time. You've yep. got to take what's in front of you. And in this game." It all clicked. He took everything that was in front of him and he just chopped, chopped, chopped going down the field. And by the end, Buffalo was gassed. And now he was able, oh, I can throw it down the field now because there's no pressure. Breakdown, touchdown. And if Buffalo had gotten the football back, Buffalo, I do believe, would have scored, um, tied the game. Let me, but, let me just say something in regards to – we were talking about the defensive coordinators and all that. 13 seconds left. Thank you. They got the field goal. And who catches the ball? Tyreek Hill and Kelsey. And, and, and Kelsey. The two, yeah. two yeah. dangerous guys, those two pick guys. Pick your poison, Brian. Ball. Pick your poison. <laughs> like, you. what do you do? Thank but you. Not those two. I'm not letting those two. <laughs> not those two. Anybody but, the but them is, two. You can't. You can only. 
when you got a speed demon like that, 13 seconds, and you're already tired, and there's no pressure on the quarterback, there's a yeah. good possibility he's going to get open. 13 seconds. If the but if the wide receiver is going 20 <laughs> yards down the field and there's still no pressure on the quarterback, you're Ryan, in trouble. Say it again. Yeah. 13 Leslie seconds. Leslie Frazier, you're up for a head coaching job. People are coveting you because you know defense. What defense were you playing there when – the first play to Tyreek and then Kelsey and then Tyreek across the middle. What were you thinking about? I don't know what you were calling. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just saying the 13 seconds. How are these two guys catching the ball? I think it was fried. I think he was in a situation. Damn. If you do, damn, if you don't, if you play deep, he's going to kill you because you got no pressure on him. If If you play, if you play up, He's going to kill you because he's still got too much time. He's been around too long. No excuses. <laughs> we praise them, these D coordinators, when they defense. They got the well, number one the, defense in the league. Well, we praise these defensive coordinators when they stop everybody well, and they got the number one defense and they want to wear the hat. I got the number one defense. But now you need to catch the business when it comes to the playoffs and you let Tyree okay. Kill and Kelsey go downfield in 13 seconds. Well, let's be, let's be real. The defensive coordinator, Leslie Frazier for Buffalo is not going to get a job. Probably Todd not. Bowles no. is not going to get a job. Probably not. Wait, no, no, no. Leslie Frazier. I don't know if he should have got a ride on the plane home. <laughs> well, 13 I, seconds i could deal i can no i can deal with leslie frazier more than i can deal with with todd bowles calling an all-out blitz 13 seconds that's all i keep thinking about but 13 me, seconds the 13 and you going se- to the afc championship game gore well the 13, 13 seconds. seconds left in the game also i blame the coach you don't kick the football out you keep the football alive on the field to eat up some time so you want to do a script kick yeah exactly uh, okay yeah. I, all right okay yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. I, I, you gotta shave something off you just don't give them a full 13 seconds how about yeah, you but, tackle them in fit and in, bounds and yes but nah, i don't because know because anything <laughs> can happen with a squid kick maybe the guy gets a brain brain fart you don't know because you didn't try Maybe Leslie I don't Frazier, have a problem with that. Maybe Leslie uh, Frazier doesn't get on the team plane. You got to catch your own ride home, dude. I'm sorry. One thing I'm going to say, because you saying about the squid kick, people seem to forget when they were punting the ball early in that game, they was getting good returns. Yeah. Kansas City. Yeah. So maybe yeah, that if, feared them a little bit they but he's the kicker Brian. even if even if you do that's 4 seconds or 5 seconds off the clock but so you're, you're thinking about eight. that uh, he's um, think, Brian's thinking about a return all the way to the house exactly cuz they okay. were getting good returns i'm yeah. thinking about Leslie Frazier, you let these guys come down the field and get in field goal range with 13 seconds. 13 seconds. I don't, I don't think you should be allowed on the team plane coming home. <laughs> I, I'm going to stick I'm, by that. I'm thinking that I need everybody's NFL 
predictions for the NFC championship game and the AFC championship game. Before so we get gonna... to that, let me just um, – we have somebody in the chat. Um, I'm going to censor a little bit uh, and just say um, – <laughs> F. Brady said they probably would have scored anyway with the squib kick. And uh, his question to us is, is it fair to say that Tyreek Hill is already a Hall of Famer? Is it fair to say? I don't know the stats Um, on his stat. Go ahead, Brian. I'll let you go. I don't know the stats on that, but I'm going to say if um, the special team guy... That was for the Bears. I can't think of his name offhand. Devin Hester. Devin Hester. Hester. Is he is he in the Hall of Fame? I don't think they put I him in. I don't know. I don't think I don't so. think he's in yet. That's a good question. I don't know. But just on the yeah. The way he's going, for sure. Um, let me jump in here. Um, phenomenal athlete, phenomenal receiver. Um, one of the top receivers um, in the game today. Um, I need to see some longevity mm-hmm. um, with Tyreek Hill. I need to see him do this for about seven, eight, nine, maybe 10 years in the league where he's dominant. I've seen many good receivers come and go and not with the quality of speed that he has to just turn the jets on whenever he feels like it but I've seen some guys come in the league and blow us away in five years. They're gone. We don't know what happened, whether it's devastating injury, whatever. We hope that never happens because I want to see more of Tyreek Hill. But the answer to your question, I do not think he's a hall of famer just yet. Uh, Tyreek has 6,000 career yards, 56 touchdowns. Um, that right there, will, he's been in the league since 2016. So he still has yeah. about another 8,000 yards to go or about another seven, eight, about 8,000 yards to go. And he, he might break quite a few week. more <laughs> touchdowns. Is he on his way to the caller? Yes. If his career was to stop right now, no. Yeah. He will not be a Hall yeah. of Famer. He would he would go down as one of the most talented wide receivers that played the game. Dangerous. But right now, not a Hall of Famer. Guys, back to he's not a, a Patriots fan. The, uh, <laughs> Emerson be, might be mad because yes, he left. sir. Um Give me your pick. Bengals, Chiefs. Joe Burrow. Okay. And then pull up the upset. Uh, Brian, Bengals, Chiefs. I'm going to go with the Chiefs. I think they're, they're a little bit more seasoned. Terry, Bengals, Chiefs. I'm going Bengals. Ooh, okay. Thank you, Terry. 49ers, Rams. Brian. We going with you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm gonna say, uh, I'm taking the Rams, man. Okay. 49er Rams, Emerson. 
you know what? That hand is hot right now. I'm going to roll it with Jimmy G with mm-hmm. all of his heart palpitations, throws that just makes me, uh, you know, <laughs> I'm going to go with Jimmy G. I, I got a feeling Kyle Shanahan's going to put together a, pl- uh, um, a plan. He's going against another wonder kid that I think very high love in Sean mm-hmm. McVay. Okay. They're yep. a well-rounded team with all of that, but I'm, I'm taking the 49ers in this one. Terry, y'all going to the Super Bowl. 49ers, Rams, Terry. Let me just say this before I give my prediction. Odell Beckham, Matthew Stafford, Von Miller, Cooper Cup, Aaron Donald, Dak Prescott, Ezekiel Elliott, Mari Cooper, CeeDee Lamb, Michael Parsons, Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Jones, A.J. Dillon, Devontae Adams, and Randall Cobb. These are all names that we had to play to get to where we are. So we just got to do it again. Um, I like that. Yeah. Niners. 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 I love it, Terry. I love it. You know? That's <laughs> all, all Niners, the big right? names we had to get. We just got to do it one more time. All right. um, Terry, I love it. I'm going to also say we're due. As mm-hmm. much as bad as Jimmy has played, Jimmy Nine Lives, he's due for a big game. Our offense is due for a big game. Yeah. Um. So I think we could pull it off. We all we need is a shot. That's all I have. We got our shot. Um. It's not like it's really an away game for us. We're 50 minutes down the road. Come on, man. Say we're that. Gonna pull it off, man. We gonna, we're gonna do it, man. We're gonna do it. But People gonna ride, the man. They're gonna ride their bikes you to the stadium, beat man. The man. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Rick there. Woo! Oh, and it's interesting. At one time, the former football coach Jim Harbaugh brought Rick Flair into um to be a motivational uh gave him gave, he gave a motivational speech to the team. Yeah. Woo! But uh, one more time, Brian. One more time. I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with the uh, Chiefs over the Bengals, and I'm gonna go 49ers over the Rams. Wise man, wise man. And this is round two of the uh, Super Bowl between the Chiefs and the 49ers, guys. Yep, this is it for today. Hey, hey, before we close, <laughs> um, <laughs> F. Brady, he said, are we really picking the Bengals with that middle school O-line? Yes, we are. <laughs> We're picking them. Not me, me man. No. <laughs> Come back next week and, and me and you can talk and <laughs> slap these guys up because I don't see them beating them. And <laughs> this one, I, I got to give you a shout out. F Brady on this one. Uh, he called Jimmy Garoppolo Jimmy Westbrook Garoppolo. So. <laughs> I no, I like this guy. I like this guy, man. I like this guy. Oh, oh, we, will, we will be we'll back. We'll see you next, next week, man. We will be back next week. Come back and see us next week. And we want to thank everybody for tuning in to one more great episode of Exo Sports. If you haven't heard about us, you better ask somebody. Tune in. Exo Sports. You can find us 
all over the internet. Boop. Come back to see us again. <laughs> Malcolm. Malcolm. Yeah, we have our other wingman back. Uh, yes. Definitely. Thank you, you everybody, for coming in and listening to us tonight. We thank everybody. We appreciate you guys each and every week. All right. Yeah. Get rid of that 49 or so. Man, I'm tired it's old sports. It's I like that name. Sports. Yeah. It's old yeah. sports. It's old sports. Woo. You have way too much energy. It's old sports. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs>